We are all worthy, strong, and committed, and we are ready to go beyond our own limitations. Welcome back, my friends and loved ones, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my co-host, Thor, of course, and I'm here as a friend, a creator, a powerlifter, and a provocateur. And we are here to learn to question the one thing that keeps us from our best, ourselves. Join me as we dive deep to question and strengthen our communication and our vulnerability, create a healthier mind to commit to our goals, and how to give more to our lovers and the world. We're going to face the uncomfortable truths of what it means to be authentically and uniquely flawed, but awesome humans. So, let's get rebel-minded. Also, I'll bring in stories of all things powerlifting, Thor shenanigans, and probably some embarrassing mishaps. Let's do this. What up, humans? Are you a powerlifter too? Then why are we not friends? Actually, if you're any athlete, get yourself over here. I need some friends. As an athlete who has goals, I do my best to give my body what it needs to hit my powerlifting numbers. And a 500-pound deadlift is a formidable opponent. And cage muscle supplements are what I rely on to help me hit those goals. Cage Muscle is the cleanest and most effective product line I've ever used for supplementation, and I've been lifting forever. I never feel like my heart will implode and never feel like anything I take is doing absolutely nothing like so many other supplements out there. I train better, I recover better, and I sleep better due to the Caged Muscle products that I use. And to get where I want to go in fitness, Cage will always be my go-to. I don't want to sell you on cage muscle. I want you to feel the difference. I want you to feel cage muscle for yourself. So if you're looking for trying something new and very effective in your supplementation routine, make sure to get 15% off when you use my code HAMSTER15 at checkout. That's H-A-M-S-T-E-R-15 when you check out. Let's go hit some numbers, shall we? Welcome everybody back to the RMP Oh man, it's uh crazy world we live in right now. It's a crazy world. I spent all week writing and rewriting this particular episode. So uh, I apologize for its late introduction to the podcast. When it came to actually listening to the original part of it in post-production, I just wasn't satisfied. Something in my own voice was disruptive. It was like I was out to destroy rather than heal, uh, if that makes sense. And I get in these modes sometimes. I think we all do when we get carried away with what we hear, with, with what things that cause us pain, things that cause us disruption in our own life, and we we seek to, to remedy that, but a lot of times we do it out of emotion. So I literally got through less than 10 minutes when I decided that it wasn't right for this episode this week. So I reemphasize, I apologize to my listeners for delaying it, but I had to assess what I was saying and make sure that I wasn't getting off of my own track. My passion and my job is not to burn and to destroy the wrongdoers. It's not. It's been a constant reminder to myself that I'm here to be honest with what's going on, but to give out inspiration for growth. We're not here to focus on what's going wrong. We're here to focus on what we have to do to make things right for ourselves and for the people around us. And it's a very fine line. It can get very confusing sometimes. So just because it's a priority to question the world, we also need to do it from neutral ground, in my opinion, because actual growth and progress is far easier when we do it from that space. 
trying to build something, trying to be valuable, trying to be powerful and courageous, it can't really be done from the point of victimhood, from blame and resentment. Because in our anger with the external chaos that's going on, we have to deconstruct our negative bias before we can actually create positivity. We have to move from a mindset of wanting to tear down to one that is meant to build. So we're exhausting ourselves from from coming from a negative high into our neutrality just so we can go positive. And it doesn't really work that way, or it doesn't work efficiently that way when we think logically. It's easy to be in pain and fear and be mad with the world. I get it. But it's that much harder to move to the arena of wanting to help it. You're a far more powerful human when you recognize the issues but focus on the remedies. If we give too much time and energy to the issues, then we take away that much time and energy we could be using on moving away from them. Fucking the difficulty of being human, you know? The mind is a very powerful and creative thing, but what you spend your most time thinking about will be externalized and lived and felt. So why we waste why would we waste our time focusing on the actual issue when we already know the issue and we can actually focus on the remedy and the healing? So which would you rather do? You know, when you when you question yourself, which would you honestly rather do? Which sounds like it's less exhausting? Which sounds like it's more powerful? Which sounds like it's less influenced by negative bullshit? So destroy and complain about what's wrong or build and motivate what's right. In my first draft of this last episode, I gave way too much focus on the issues of what is destroying men and masculinity. And maybe we can find a better way to talk through them, but for now... I wanted to bring the men that are listening something better because already we feel cornered and frustrated and angry. We do so much already in an attempt to please the world and keep ourselves moving forward into individual success and power that I want to support that. I want want to support that. I don't want to spend all my time reminding men of what's unfair and wrong because ultimately I want men to focus on what matters and I don't want them to focus on something that is just going to amplify and compound what is already affecting them. So here's to the men out there who feel like they are powerful and believe that they are powerful and are working on manifesting that. I'm here with you, gentlemen. So let's do this. This is episode 73, The Hidden Power of Men. I'm sitting here in my bed. I'm far from where I want to be. I still struggle to pay my bills. I'm still living in an apartment with two other guys and their dogs. I have a pile of things, of endless things, that I need to get done for the RMP to make it the money that I want, to be the powerlifter that I want to be. It's a fucking challenge to get out of bed and want to not get back into bed. Most days, I don't know how I'm going to make the next month's rent and utilities. I'm single, and I have enough dead silence in, to have a conversation almost entirely with myself and only myself. But... I have my best friend lying right next to me, that canine that loves me regardless of my failures or my shortcomings. And even though I struggle to make money, I've never let that force me into my past or into sacrificing what I love and what I want. I make my sleep and food a priority over everything else so that I can train well. And I have the freedom to make decisions that make steps every day in the direction that is my real deep down desire for my own life. I have not hope but belief in the value that I can give to the world around me, the people that will love me and gravitate towards me and would help me with anything if I asked them to. 
Because of my own drive to make myself a better human and a better man, I forced the past version of me to melt away piece by piece. And you know what? It hasn't been about being the best. It's been about being my best. It's not about shadowing out other men to make myself more appealing or more attractive than they are. For me, it's not about being dominant. It's about being powerful. It's not about being intimidating. It's about being respected. It's not about being irresistible. It's about being desirable. Fuck, I don't even know if that's what's right for my goals. Sometimes I have to wonder if I'm playing it too safe. Too too safe. If maybe I'm being too accommodating. But I do know whatever lies before me, I'm becoming something new. I'm constantly becoming something new. Every day. That fucking matters. And in some ways, I feel like the greatest version of myself will eventually tap into the dark arts. Because to be our best, we must understand good and evil. We must understand our greatest potential, and not only for the growth, but also for the destruction. The goal? Be absolutely, undeniably, truly unfuckwithable. <laughs> Defined as no matter what comes at me, I can stay true to my direction. I can endure pain and misfortune and anyone who tries to mislabel me. To be a great man, to me, means to be defined as such. Steadfast, foundationally indestructible, powerful, and just in our cause. I grow forward because I no longer look back or go back. The struggle will never be enough to persuade me to return to the darkness that I pulled myself out of. The reason I say any of this is because I'm the most average fucking guy you're ever going to meet. I'm not a model, I'm not a billionaire, and I'm not a genius. I don't have extreme assets of any kind that make me a high-status individual. Yet I have so many things inside of me that give me the ability to love who I am, believe in myself, and love more who I'm becoming. High status isn't just attained, it's worked for. And if we can't love who we are when status is attained, we will definitely destroy ourselves before our time is done. And I want you to know, all of the men out there, that no matter your situation, you have the same ability to love who you are and be a powerful human being in your influence, in your body, and your mind. But before you tell me to fuck off and chase all the things, I want you to truly ask yourself, as a man, do you love yourself? Or do you just love the things that make you feel safe? Or the things that make you feel intimidating? Or the things that make you feel like you're better than anybody else? I think we can far too easily conditionally love ourselves for what we have and how smooth life is going. So is that really love of self? Or is that love of status? Is it a love of the podium? Of feeling like we finally joined our friends and peers in success? What chance is there that you're faking it just for the affection of approval? What chance is there that you're actually ignoring your own desires and aspirations and love and soul of life just because you stand next to others on that podium? I'm not here to question what you do, only why you do it. Before I knew that I was fooling myself, I had, I had plenty of money, an obsession with the gym, my car and my home, and finding my forever wife. But what I didn't realize was the black fucking hole in the middle of my chest, the one that was so ever-present I had no idea it existed, a hole that was trying to fill itself with great sex, fast machines, 6% body fat, and the fantasy of two kids and a sexy wife and enjoying vacations and, well, 
great sex, wherever. Seems pretty fucking shallow, right? That's because it was. Not because these aren't great things, but because I expected for everything to be perfect and happy and easy and expect everything to come from those few handfuls of life. Then the inevitable end came because things got serious and I couldn't handle it. I gave up everything and left a wave of collateral damage in my waking path. You can be a dominating fucking force in life. You can be powerful, influential, fulfilled, and love the life you have because it means something to you. Not because you have all the money you've ever wanted and the trophy fucking wife with 10 vacations a year. It sounds good on paper, but it can also be a shiny shell that covers up a lot of unprocessed shit. Shit that we will ignore time and time again that will eat us alive till the end. Because we put too much work into how we look to other people and making sure we seem successful rather than putting work into how we feel about ourselves and our influence. Because you can feel great and still have all the things. But you have to feel great about who you are or else what's the fucking point? The heavy realization will be when you have all the things and feel like complete shit. To feel like you have no purpose. To figure out you've exhausted yourself for things that make you feel happy on the surface. But deep down, you feel that black hole. I want you to search for it. Ask yourself if it's there. I've learned so many new things that have made me internally stable. And it's how I want every one of you to be able to think, act, and feel more powerful than you ever have regardless of your status. Regardless of my own failures, the amount of downloads of the RMP, whether I'm single or in a relationship, and especially about the amount of money that I have, I want to be happy with my journey and know that I'm living it the way that I see fit. It's a mindset. And before you think this is a law of attraction woo-woo thing, just let me tell you, it's not just this thing about visualizing and it will come. It's too superficial. It's too shallow. It needs to be defined. It's a conditioning of the mind. It's the mutation of thoughts that destroy you for thoughts that drive you forward. It's a collaboration of physical health, mental health, and progression of the two. What I want you to feel is that regardless of outside circumstances, the crazy situation of the country, the constant stress of a pandemic, and whatever personal challenge you have, I want you to come into the ability of realizing that you are powerful, that you are capable of all sorts of shit, that you are attractive to the world, and that you can seriously be happy regardless of a world surrounding you that may try to make you feel shame may guilt trip you or try to tear you apart just because of your sex or what you say or what you act on. We have to start with the fact that we all have one thing in common, all humans, not just men, that we need to accept. We all care what others think. Yes, we do. I know what you're thinking. Even though we say we don't, we really do. It's what makes us give anything to anyone. We care about what people think because we care about ourselves. It's actually kind of a selfish thing when you think about it. But we take care of the world because we want reciprocation. We want love and affection and validation to be returned to us. And this isn't about being soft. It's not about being accommodating. It's not about allowing everybody else to take advantage of you or to, to not adhere to your goals, to, to let anybody stand in your way. It's not that. Because... Even when we perform and we win, we don't expect to stand on a podium without others present, right? 
we want the cheers and the congratulations that tells us that all our work was worth it, that it meant something. It's part of being a social animal. We accept each other and ask to be accepted. No matter what we do, we do it for the sake of our own well-being. So just get used to it. But within that, we have to give a lot less fucks for the things that try to actually destroy us. And men, today, we care about far too many things that tear us away from our goals, that take us out of focus. If someone told you that you were no good, that you trying to better the world was stupid or wrong, that you're selfish because you are trying to be a better human today than you were yesterday, would it really benefit you to even listen? You have to believe in yourself enough to know that you are good, that you have good intentions, and that you're the only one that can fulfill your needs and the needs of those that rely on you no matter what anyone tells you or tries to destroy in you. It's not that you won't do things wrong or make mistakes or have to completely change directions. It's that you are willing to take actions that will inevitably get you to where you want to go and live the life that you want to live. Letting anyone else decide your life for you will be a disservice to your own soul, as well as keep you in a loop that never teaches you anything about yourself or build any experience that gets you closer to who you want to be. So many of us men are living in a mindset where we have to be afraid of what and who we actually are. Because we are part of a sex that is capable of violence and destruction, we hold back pieces of ourselves that have that potential because we're scared of what others will do to us, to say to us. Fuck that. I've spent my whole life being afraid of other people, and even more so of my own ability. For some reason, I had convinced myself that my anger would only bring others pain, that any power that I procured would somehow take advantage of other people because of the evil that it would awaken. We have to stop thinking to ourselves that we will become darkness just because we are capable of it, just because of what people are saying about our past, just because of what people are saying about our particular sex. Understand this. We may be being blamed for a lot of pain and suffering in this world. We may be being reprimanded for being the intimidating and tyrannical sex, but we also share something with women. We are both human, built on the same platform, but with different strengths and weaknesses. Our history is not who we are. Men still want love. Men still want to give their best to the world, pretty inherently, actually. Men want to be the pillars that hold up a strong and efficient society. But when you have a society that's trying to tear you down, then the worst of us comes out. So to be those pillars, to do so, we must embrace everything that we are. Most of our power is hidden away in our fear to become something evil, in the potential of evil. Does that make sense? What I didn't understand until now is that it's not the evil inside each individual that is the problem. As a whole... We can harness our dark ability and mindsets to actually work for us. It is a basic art of war. Know the enemy's strategy and use it against him. Use your dark corners of your soul for the good you want to execute. Use it to become powerful, to become effective and dangerous. The more we understand our darkness, the more we can harness it and control it and fuel it in the right direction, the more we can use it to greater effect. To avoid pieces of ourselves that are dark means that we do not understand it. And when we don't understand it, we underestimate it and are far less capable of controlling it. And that's where things go to shit. The world wants to play games with you. It is playing games with you. You just have to learn how to play it better and stop being the submissive. Stop being told 
by everyone else who you are and what you have to do. You're a better human than you think you are. Your potential doesn't tell you anything. You're just being convinced by others and your, your generations past of what you possibly could be, and we fear it. So get to know yourself better, the good and the bad. Do good by people, love hard, work your ass off in the direction that you want to take. Believe deeply in who you want to become and play the fucking game that the real evil in this world is trying to destroy you with. The hidden power of men isn't how submissive and accommodating and peaceful we can be. The hidden power of men lies in harnessing our dark sides and using it to execute our plans, to defend our physical and mental territory, and to become dangerous men that can keep it under voluntary control. You are powerful, gentlemen. You are mind-blowingly capable, and you need to be rebel-minded. I'm here with you. Do not submit. Do not ask for peace. Stand strong and find the brothers that will join you. Stay strong and stay rebel-minded. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey, guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.